Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Morgan, and this one's a little different today. Normally for an episode or a YouTube video especially, what I'll do is I'll do research, a ton of research, I'll write out a whole script, and then I'll read it from a teleprompter because if I don't, I tend to ramble. But I wanted to make this one a little bit different, a little bit more personal. Like if we went out for a cup of coffee or maybe we went to Panera for a lunch break and you asked me the question, I'm doing what I know how to do to lose weight and I'm not seeing the progress that I want and I'm losing motivation. So how do you stay motivated to lose weight even when you're not seeing results? That's what I'm gonna answer in today's episode. And I'm gonna answer it as if it was just a conversation between us over a cup of coffee or maybe some tea. So I want you to sit back, maybe go grab one right now and let's have a conversation. I think that when it comes to patience, in weight loss, it can be hard. And I think that past experience, if you've tried everything, I hear that a lot, I've tried everything, I can't seem to say stay consistent, it's really frustrating. And that that can be so hard, you know, to feel like you're doing all the things, to, to feel like you're doing what at least you know how to do and you're not seeing results. Or another similar situation, is you know that there are certain things that you should be doing and you're not doing them. You can't seem to stay consistent. And I think that that's equally, if not more frustrating, right? Cause it's almost like you're self-sabotaging and you're not even giving your chance, yourself the chance for success cause you can't be consistent. So I think that those are two different scenarios. I think some people come into weight loss from a lifetime of yo-yo diets, maybe eating less, exercising more, eating low calorie, low fat. And for them, it really is as simple as getting better information on how to live a low insulin lifestyle. Things that I talk about in these videos all the time, things that my program that you can join today teaches you. So I think for some people, it's as simple as getting the right strategy. You know, they're following what their doctor and what they've found online. They're following that general advice and it's not working for them. And they're trying to be a good patient. They're trying to be adherent, but they're not getting the results. So you could be in that camp and it could be for you as simple as, you know, following different advice. Frankly, a lot of the advice that you may have received in the past is based on the outdated false caloric model of obesity. Weight gain specifically is about insulin. And so if you can just learn a different strategy, maybe consistency isn't a problem for you, that's an easy fix, <laughs> okay? But I think that what gets harder, and this is what I coach on with my members every week during office hours, are the mindset blocks and the limiting beliefs that we carry around from failed past experiences, or maybe we are trying to implement like a lower carb lifestyle or intermittent fasting, or trying to move our bodies more, or sleep more, or de-stress, and it's just hard, you know? And it's like, we feel like we're doing the right things, quote unquote, and we're not seeing results, or we feel like we're doing these right things, but they're so different from what we have done, done in the past that different thoughts are coming up, such as, I'm afraid of being full, or I'm afraid of being hungry if you're trying to do intermittent fasting. Um, or I really don't believe anything is going to work for me. 
And I think that those thoughts have to be addressed. If, you know, a couple times I've heard from women who have excess weight and it's actually an emotional shield for them and they're not sure how to protect themselves emotionally because of past experiences without the extra weight. So sometimes there's deeper layers to dig into. But when it comes to straight up motivation, I think that there's a few avenues that I like to recommend people go down. Number one is anchor yourself in your why. Why do you want to lose weight and get healthy? Why is it so important to you? Like for me, it's important to stay healthy because I want to lead by example. I see firsthand when I'm treating my geriatric physical therapy clients, the long-term effects of an unhealthy lifestyle. It's Alzheimer's disease. It's type two diabetes with insulin dependent, right? So you're giving yourself, you're giving a shot like three, four times a day just to function normally. Um, heart disease, you know, the, the long-term effects of strokes or heart attacks and how they impact your quality of life and your freedom to do what you need, want, and love to do. I also think that there's a ripple effect of those health choices um, on loved ones. So the burden, honestly, that caretakers sometimes feel for family members who haven't taken care of themselves and now they need that extra support. So I have a really unique perspective working in geriatric physical therapy, seeing this firsthand and then really feeling called professionally to help prevent that. Cause I think that there's not someone really serving people in the gray zone of healthcare, people who aren't really clinically sick. They don't actually have maybe the disease or they don't have advanced disease yet, but they're not really healthy either. So they're just kind of walking this line and it sometimes just takes an instant to um, fall, you know, or to have a diagnosis and think, oh, crap, I need to get, I need to take control of my health now. And so then they do what they thought was the right way, but then they end up to me because they've tried everything. So we have to start living a low insulin lifestyle. I think another thing that's important to consider, aside from your why, is the fact that nothing good in life comes without sacrifice. So there's going to be sacrifice either way. So if you're kind of one of these people who you feel restricted, you feel like you're having to sacrifice too much to be healthy. My question to you is, you know, do you want to sacrifice short-term pleasure now to have as much cake as you want or as ice cream as you want? And I'm not saying you can't have those things, but there's certainly, you have to create boundaries. You have to create some structured flexibility so that more often than not, you're making healthy choices. Or do you want to sacrifice your long-term health and mobility and, and, and independence? Cause that's what it comes down to. You're either sacrificing on the regular short-term pleasure, instant gratification, or you're sacrificing your long-term quality of life. So for me, that's an easy one. Okay. I'd much rather regularly do little sacrifices and have something to enjoy later in life. And I think that if you, if you look at it like money, like look at your health, like it's your retirement account, you know, each paycheck, you automatically set aside money to save and put towards your retirement so that when you get to that time in life, you can enjoy it. You can enjoy the fruits of your labor. But if you're not, you know, if you think of it every, every pay period, putting something into your health bank account, if you're not eating right, if you're not exercising, if you're chronically stressed and sleep deprived, by the time you make enough money to retire, you're not going to have the physical health to enjoy it as you had planned. 
that to me is very motivating. If you're looking for motivation, I think that it's important that you look long-term and not short-term and say, if I quit, what's the worst case scenario? If I quit trying to get healthy, where am I going to end up in 20, 30 years? And maybe you're older, you know, maybe, maybe you don't have 20 or 30 years and you know it, you know, so what, it, what are those final years going to be like in your life if you quit? What's it going to be like for your family? How is it going to impact your finances? And then look at the best case scenario. What's it going to be like? What's possible for you if you don't quit? What's possible for you if you find a way to keep going? If you find a way to make it feel easier? And so my next strategy for you is when you feel like you don't have the motivation, when you feel like you don't want to worry about it, recognize that you have to. You have to keep your health a top priority if you want to get healthy, but you can do it in a way that doesn't feel so heavy, that doesn't feel so you know, overwhelming. And I like to say, think about burners. You know, if, you, if you're if you're looking at a stove, right? And you have different burners, you have like the work burner, you have the health burner, maybe you have the family burner, a faith or community service burner. And you can turn those dials on the burner up or down. You know, certain seasons in life, you might need to turn your health burner down to a simmer and just do your best to maintain. Whereas other times in life, you can be intentional and turn it up a little bit. Sometimes in life with work, you know, you might want to turn it up to an eight or nine, really try to get ahead. Other seasons, maybe your family needs more of you or your health needs more of you. And you really need to turn the work burner down to focus on yourself. So I would encourage you to say, how can I, depending on your circumstance, you might need to turn your work burner up or you might need to turn it down. You might need to turn your health burner up or down, your family up or down. You got to think about that and figure it out for yourself and say, how can I adjust my burners so that I'm not burning myself out? I think that sometimes people feel burnt out on weight loss when in reality they're burnt out on life. They're burnt out on work and they don't feel like they're in control to dial something up or down when in reality we are, you know, most of our decisions have got us to where we are today. I think sometimes it's circumstance and luck, but mostly you're in control to turn your burners up or down. It might be hard, you know, there's going to be sacrifice either way, but find a way to create that intentional margin in your life and find the right balance for you. So I think that when it comes to losing weight, we have to think long-term and we have to think is what I'm doing to get there. Like is the means worth the end is what I'm doing to get there really sustainable. Am I losing weight in a way that, that, that I could live the rest of my life? And if not dial it back, you know, maybe you're trying to cut out too many things or you're trying to be perfect all the time and it's okay to have an exception meal. It's okay to have an exception weekend. So give yourself the grace for that. Now, personally, when I was in physical therapy school, one of my roommates, Marie shared a prayer with me. I don't care about your spiritual affiliation or not. I just think that this is a really lovely prayer that I come back to over and over again when there's something in my life going on and I feel anxious about it and I feel like I want to fix it right away, even though I know it's going to take time and intention and effort. 
and there's no quick fix. Just like health, there's no quick fix, all right? So this is, I don't know how to pronounce the, the name, but it's called Prayer of Teilhard de Chardin. So if you look up Patient Trust Prayer on Google, you'll find it. So I'm going to read this for you. Above all, trust in the slow work of God. We are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress, that it is made by passing through some stages of instability, and that it may take a very long time. And so I think it is with you. Let your ideas mature gradually, or excuse me, and so I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on as though you could be today. What time? That is to say, grace and circumstances acting on your own goodwill will make of you tomorrow. Only God could say what this new spirit gradually forming within you will be. Give our Lord the benefit of believing that his hand is leading you and accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. I think that that last part there is my favorite and I think it's the hardest too. Accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. You know, we have to recognize that our health journey is just that. It's a journey. There's no destination. It's not like you're climbing this mountain and then you get to stop. You know, I think traditional weight loss programs, they teach a losing phase and a maintenance phase. It's like we're always in maintenance. So instead of thinking like you're climbing this really hard mountain, just think of, you know, you're walking along this path and it's a lifetime walk. So give yourself a lot of grace and patience and look at what you've done along the way. You know, maybe, maybe you're not where you want to be yet, but how far have you come? How far have you come physically and mentally? Maybe take inventory of blood work that's improved or clothes that fit now that didn't used to fit or better energy levels or less indigestion. You know, hanging on to all those little micro wins can really um, bolster, bolster your motivation to keep going. So with that, I had a little special announcement as well. You know, I practice what I preach. I really try to create intentional margin in my life. I try to keep those priorities balanced. And what I've realized over three years in business is I know a lot more now than I did three years ago. Long story short, I have to rebrand again to be found online easier. And it's gonna take time. And I think instead of trying to do all that I'm doing and rebrand, I'm just gonna turn the work burner down. So for the next few months, instead of having weekly episodes, they're gonna be about every other week and they're gonna be interviews with really awesome experts. I have some great interviews coming up for you. And I'm giving myself the space and the patience and the grace to do that, just like I want you to give yourself the space and the grace and the patience to lose weight in a way that you can sustain so that you don't get burnt out, so that your relationships don't suffer um, because of it, because of your intense focus on it. And I think the other thing that I want to do is spend more time with my kids. So I'm going to take another day a week to spend time with Dawson, who's three, and Leah, who's one. They're really Dawson especially is craving more um, stay-at-home days. So I'm going to do that while they're still young and I can enjoy it. 
and I'm really honestly just gonna be focusing on that, like making my program the very best that it can be, supporting my members to the best of my ability, working on the rebrand again, which is not my favorite thing, but absolutely necessary for the growth of this company. Um, and spending time at home being a mom, you know, so what I decided to turn down was the weekly content. I'm still going to be consistent. And I think that's something that's really important for you to recognize is even if you can't do all the things with your health, what are a couple things that are still really important? It's still a priority for me to show up for you and bring you good content and inspiration and motivation. Um, and quite frankly, just like right knowledge, connecting you with different experts, I think that's really important to me and I like doing it. But in order to focus on the rebrand and focus on my kids, I have to dial that down just a little bit and still support my members and I'm okay with that. So that's something that I challenge with you today is what can you dial down in your work? What can you dial down in your health? Maybe exercise, how can you, I've had to do that since I've had children. How, do, how have I dialed down my exercise and still kind of maintain that simmer? Um, and I think that that will really help prevent weight loss burnout and keep giving you that motivation because you're doing it in a way that's sustainable, that fits into your lifestyle. So that was one announcement. And then the other to kind of turn down the work burner was just making my program available starting today. You know, I'm not going to do the live launches anymore. I think that those are fine and they have their place. But for me, where I'm at with my life, it's a lot of work. And I prefer just having it available on a lifetime membership basis because I know that sometimes you're going to be able to dedicate more time to your health. Sometimes you're going to be able to dedicate less. And I want the content there for you. I want the office hours there to support you when you are ready. And when you feel like you really have the time to commit to it, cause it does take time. It does take time to learn and to implement, but you can go at your own pace. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Some of my best tips to stay motivated to lose weight when you're not losing weight. <laughs> so how do you, how do you stay motivated to lose weight when you're not seeing the progress that you want? So I think if we have to recap those, it's keep your eye on your why, you know, really remember your why. Remember that anything good in life takes sacrifice and it takes time and it takes energy. That's how it should be. There's no instant gratification. You can either sacrifice now or you can sacrifice later. That's the, that's the bottom line there. If you can think of what is the best case scenario, if I don't quit and if I keep going and if I keep figuring this out and what is the worst case scenario, if I do quit. If you find yourself saying, I can't sustain this anymore. I can't do this. I'm just going to give up. Ask yourself, how can I keep going in a way that feels doable? How can I keep working to reach my health goals, whether that's weight loss related or not? How can I keep my health a priority um, long-term? What needs to be dialed down? You do not have to be all things to all people. I'm saying this to you just as much as I'm saying it to myself. So I think that those are the, the big tips. And then the couple business reminders are, you know, at least until the end of 2021, the weekly content is going to go down to every other week. I might pick it back up to weekly in 2022, but I'm thinking that the rebrand might take a little bit longer than that. Since this time around, I don't want to build the ship while or the plane while I'm flying it. Like I've done for the last three years. I just want to take a step back and really try to do my best at this while also spending a little bit more time with my young kids at home. So 
In the meantime, I'm still gonna tell you, I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week, bye for now, because I think that that consistency is important. If you're used to tuning in to me every week, I'd really recommend maybe you download an audiobook. Maybe you find, I really like Cynthia Thurlow's Everyday Wellness Podcast. You can listen to that one. But keep coming back and investing in you every single week. Keep trying to get 1% better every single week. And I do have really great interviews coming up. I cannot wait to share these guests with you. They have awesome ideas and um, I think they're going to be really valuable. So I will talk with you same time, same place next week. Bye for now.